Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Man podcast. I'm Andy Hughes. I'm here, as ever, with Alex Hudson. So the thing about this episode is <laughs> we all know that we... Look, if you see the title and you think, oh, shit, it's this is to skip, <laughs> you're probably right. Look, I've got something that pertains to next week's episode, actually. Yeah. So the Big Five game... Um, this will make more sense when you listen to next week's episode guys Um, the lion the leopard Mm -hmm. black rhinoceros Mm -hmm. African bush elephant and the fucking African buffalo the buffalo is doing good like who is his agent getting him on that list you got fucking lions (laughs) leopards buffalo (laughs) buffalo yeah the buffalo, one of the big five. One of the most dangerous animals. Where was Cecil the buffalo? Hmm? I saw a video. Yeah. Um, on It must have been on Twitter of people going along in a little boat. Yeah. One of those little like tour boats. And they go past a hippo. Yeah. And like the hippo's just like, bitch, what are you doing in my waters? Mm. And starts chasing it. And this boat's just chugging along. And it, the total of video was they put a lot of trust in that little engine. Yeah. Because he's going for them. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. In in places around the world where you're exposed to dangerous animals or elements or stuff, it's like often the most rudimentary of technology is like trusted with like multiple lives and never fails. Mm, like, so it's things like, um, like the, the times when I go, oh, Thank God, but like I, I live in England because like yeah, that's right. England ain't great. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on here, but like people in Australia, like my Australian friend, like has to check her shoes before she puts them on. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, just well, that's if there's a racist hiding in them. <laughs> uh, they've got quite a few of those down under. But well. there are people who have been like. Um, They've gone to the loo and there's just like a snake in the toilet. It's like, what the hell? Uh, but to be fair, Tom Hanks did warn them about that. There's a snake in my loo. <laughs> okay, you can tell us a Rando Calrissian <laughs> when he busts out the Tom Hanks impression. So yeah, the great thing about, about Rando Calrissian is they are episodes with no real... Basically, what it what it is is um, to kind of peel back... We're winding down the podcast. We don't really care anymore. <laughs> Everything's going to be Rando Calrissian from this week onwards. So Alex goes away... What? When is it? Like Thursday. You're you're already away at the point this comes out. Oh right? yeah, I've been away for um, two days. And basically, we were like, we need to bank some episodes to make sure that it covers when you're away. Oh yeah, um, because I am recording from my hotel room. <laughs> and you know, I could have potentially done like one of the mini episodes that we did before, but like, but the listener numbers drop off so much when it's just <laughs> one of us. And if we're in, in the we same, realized. Room, the listeners hate each of us equally, but together they seem to think something works. <laughs> so it was a case of like, you know, in the room anyway with each other to record, a, you know, last week's episode. And this is the third episode and that's why it's going to be shit. I'll say that now. <laughs> so we thought there was a plan. There was a potential episode that was going to happen, but that's going to be in the future. That's If that's I had to the- look at fucking spreadsheets again, I would fucking <laughs> kill these listeners. And also spreadsheet episode would probably only work if we recorded at the table 
Yeah. I like the fact that we've been comfy today. Yeah, this is nice. I'm kind of curled up in like a little weird ball. Thing. I like the fact that as it's gone on, you seem to have got like more and more comfortable. I, I'm definitely more sofa than man now. <laughs> Did I tell you about the other day? Um, so <laughs> this is what Rando's for. We're allowed to tell you stories, and the I, listener can't I must, even get mad. I must have told you this. So you and Paul came round. Yeah. Last weekend, from as in like. In real time. We don't need to care about the listeners' time frames. Um, but when you and Paul came in to do the end of the year, afterwards we um, had pizza. Yeah. And you left fairly late. It was like 11 p.m. Yeah. When you left. And I thought, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to carry on watching um, some American football on TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm really full of pizza. Like, really full. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to lie on the... Long story short, you shit in a pizza box? <laughs> I shit myself. Um <laughs> No, so I was laying on the sofa, and what must have happened is I must have just drifted off to sleep. Yeah. The Xbox then times out, okay. which then times out my TV. So I'm sitting in here in my living room, like, and it's pitch black. off. Not pitch black because the lights were on. Ah, okay. Um, but I woke up... Oh, at- no, I was talking about the movie you were thinking of. <laughs> I woke up at, like, half four in the morning. Yeah. My phone was on 2% battery. <laughs> Because I just blearily looked at it and I was in the shape of like a croissant on my sofa. <laughs> and I was just like, I should probably, because I was going to see my parents like yeah. that Sunday and I was like, I should probably take myself to bed. This is not a comfortable world to be in. It's always, I I think there is a certain um, romanticization of falling asleep on the sofa. Mm. It's something you always want to do because it reminds you of being a kid. Yeah. Falling asleep in the car was a big thing as a kid um, and being mm. carried inside and waking up in a place that wasn't where you fell asleep. Terrifying. Biggest horror film. F- freaks you out, but at the same time tells you that people care. No, and they just left me in the car. <laughs> That's when you knew you had issues. Um, but yeah, like falling asleep on the sofa is like a thing that I really associate with. I guess it's kind of like sleepovers and stuff like that, really, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Where you're like, oh, um, we're all sleeping down here tonight. But you're like, oh, I'm tired before everyone else is. And then you wake up and everyone else is fast asleep. And some of them manage to find beds. When, when was that discussed? And you're just you, sitting you on the You always used to like fall asleep like first. Yeah. At those kind of events. Like, let's be honest. No one's just changed into adulthood. I used to be good at staying up later. Yeah. Um, not now, though. If I no, had a, if I'm, I had kind of, adult... I'm currently rubbing my eyes. I'm that fucking tired. <laughs> you just yawned. If you had, like, a full adult sleepover, like, you ain't making it past, like, 6 p.m. Well, it, so we we normally will do a Super Bowl and an Oscars yeah. every year. And the last two years, that's not been the case, because this year I've missed the Super Bowl next week. Um, <laughs> the time frame doesn't work out but this year I'm missing the Super Bowl but I'm doing the Oscars yeah. last year I did the Super Bowl and we'll missed the Oscars, Oscars because I was in America so technically I was awake later than you were on Oscars night so I guess I win <laughs> and I'll be up oh no I'm back in the country for the Super Bowl but I'm just going to be off just the back not of, seeing me I'm back off like 15 hours of travelling because <laughs> I've got to get a flight to New York Mm-hmm. And then I've got my stop over there, and then I've got the flight to um, Gatwick overnight. Here's, here's the question. So you go away Thursday. I fly I, on Friday. I don't, I don't know if you had anything else to say about what you were talking about, but I'm interrupting. So you go away. Those are the two times a year I can stay up late, basically. You have 
long flights. Yeah. What films are you hoping are on that air? Okay, so I'm hoping, obviously, for Jungle 3 Jungle to be made really quickly so I can watch that. <laughs> um. <laughs> like, basically, the question is, is what modern release mm. are you hoping to watch on a five-inch screen? Well, considering when I went to Chicago in 2018, I watched um, Mission Impossible... Um, Fallout? Fallout on the, the plain <laughs> TV screen in the back of the seat. And it was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I'm hoping that like, uh, like, uh, you know what? I would love Avatar Way of War. Oh, so if that's one. on the plane, would you watch it on the plane? Depends what else is available. If what there's the stuff that I'm more interested in, I will watch the stuff that I'm more interested in. Do, do you remember when we went to New York mm. um, when we were at college? Yeah. And Snakes on a Plane was on the plane. Yeah. And we kept asking the air hostess whether there were snakes on the plane. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that we were <laughs> obnoxious. <awful>. <laughs> and when you think about that someone's job that you are ruining basically by mm-hmm. every time she passes by. Um yeah, I I think of the stuff that's kind of contemporaneously out at the moment. Yeah. It would be funny if Avatar was one of them because that would be a very funny way of watching it. You know, Jim Cameron telling me, oh, it's saving cinemas, you know, and I'm there like, I'm on a fucking flight. I'm I'm currently over Greenland and I'm watching <laughs> Avatar on a screen as big as my thumb. Um, well, at least you could get like, it gets you, it's one film that gets you from here to there. Yeah, to be fair, to be fair, I'll be in New York before I even know it. You'll have to point, catch up the I'm second in. half of the film on the way back. Um. I I will try and see Mithregan before yeah, I fly. You, you don't want to see Mithregan on the plane. No, you can see it it's in kind the of big something screen. that was meant for the cinema. You don't want to see. So I'm kind of fine with seeing like Tar on the on the plane and like um, Avatar, Avatar, <laughs> and you know uh, any Martin Scorsese movie. I was going to say like, is it Scorsese who said like my film shouldn't be watched on a phone? Yeah, it's like. Uh, oh, it's, uh, Denny Villeneuve, I think, also oh, said that, didn't oh, he? Oh, watch one of his films. Because then. I'm pretty sure you said you were going to watch his. You were going to watch Blade Runner 2049 on an Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the kind of threat I would make. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of hoping for something. Uh, you, what you want on a plane is so, sometimes you'll want something that's a bit more emotionally engaging. But at the same time, if you're traveling alone, you, you don't want to be sat crying on a plane. Yeah, you don't want to kind of be that guy. I mean, I've been that guy, so don't <laughs> don't worry there. Um, I think something fun like, actually, like Mithregan mm-hmm. kind of feels like if Malignant's on the plane, oh. I will 100% watch Malignant on the plane. Because um, it's not scary is the benefit. What's the best... It's funny. What's the best plane film you've ever watched and why is it Garfield two and a half times? <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't enough time to finish off Garfield. That was the problem. Um, Garfield... Was it Garfield? Yeah, it was. It, it was, was when the we first went to Garfield. when we went to America. The first Garfield was playing for the whole cabin. You couldn't pick a film; you had to just watch Garfield. Yeah, that was it because it was on the. Yeah, because it was on the transatlantic flights. Yeah, it was. Was it Virgin Atlantic we flew with, or someone like I'm that, or was sure. it like through Thomas Cook or yeah, something like yeah, that? Yeah. And they had. The first time I'd seen this in years, the drop-down TV, sort yeah. of like four of them across the top. And it's like... And everyone had to watch. What they had put on, basically. And it was The Heat, and yes. then Garf... Or Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit. And then Garfield. Garfield. Two and a half times. But like it didn't revert back to Hot Pursuit. It went Hot Pursuit, Garfield, Garfield 
Garfield. Garfield again. And Mark, former host and sometimes contributor, I think watched it every every single time and was annoyed that we had to get off the plane. Because he was like, what's the point in starting Garfield? I don't think we got to quite halfway, but I think we at least got to the bit where him and Jennifer Love Hewitt um, start striking up a relationship. But it was like... It's like, you know how this ends, Mark? Yeah, you, you, yeah, it hasn't changed those two times, so why would it change this? Do you think this? maybe he missed like a little bit each time, and he was like, well, I'll catch it this time. Or maybe his favourite line was in the back end, yeah, and he was like, oh, I really enjoyed that the first the time. Where's the lasagna? <laughs> that is the kind of thing that would be in Garfield. Where's the mm-hmm. lasagna? I saw somebody say Garfield is the most accurate comic book movie. Um, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty good shout. Maybe we should do that as one of our Dinosaur Man watch-alongs. What, Garfield? Yeah, I mean, obviously Bill Murray's problematic, but we can just, you know, we can mm. voice over him instead. He's not appeared in any of the Ant-Man trailers yet, has he? Ooh, yeah, maybe not. Because his... The fact that he's problematic has been since yeah. filmed that. Oh, by the way, we talk about... Oh, this is... Yeah, last week we talked week, about yeah, Quantum Mania's trailer. Um, are you excited for Quantum Mania? I don't know. I, the, the, the problem, it's maybe... Oh, it's not out yet, no. Right, the problem is that I have with Quantum Mania is... A, I, right, I loved Ant-Man. Yeah. I think it's still great. I've only ever watched Ant-Man and the Wasp once and I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's in this 50-50 realm of what's this film going to be? Um, and from the trailer, it looks like some of the stuff that I really am not liking about this recent f- trend of Marvel films. Yeah. Of it being this kind of like visual gloopy mess. Yeah. Um, I think you used the term gloopy last year and I've sure. all, last week and I've already adopted it. But, you know... This kind of like, oh, it is all CGI. None of it looks real. But I'm excited about Jonathan Majors. Yeah. And I do really like Paul Rudd. So I don't know. I'm I'm going to watch it because, you know, it's me. I'm going to see these things. Um, I don't know whether excitement is a thing for me. My issue, my issue with it, having watched that trailer, was like they have a habit at the moment of seemingly just getting into, right, we need to make a trailer now. And we'll figure out the rest of the VFX later. Mm. And it's like a lot of the trailers I'm looking at, I'm just like, this looks quite bad. Mm. And the thing is, what what do they stand to lose by allowing it the time to actually get everything finished off before they start the marketing push for it? In a, in a way. I don't quite understand. There must be something to do with the sort of finances of how it all comes out. And what, what, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a film that basically. That a big budget film that basically gave us nothing in terms of like the Batman was very stilted in its in what it put out. Like yeah. it was very much kind of like we will give you as much as we want to give you. It put out some Riddler capture scene or something. Yeah, yeah. So it And that was it, I think. Maybe a couple of trailers. And that was very much like I the thing about that is it made me feel like Matt Reeves was direct like directly involved in how that film was portrayed and how to build up the hype for that film. Yeah. While Marvel films are very much like you follow the... Yeah, there is a formula here for the for the marketing strategy mm. for these films and we will follow it. And I think Kevin Feige has spoken about how, oh, well, previously our marketing strategy has been a bit too messy and things yeah. like But, like, 
the trailers and the posters always look too busy and mm-hmm. just like and what the thing is poster must... was it that looked absolutely dog shit oh it was any of the spider-man ones yeah which is a sony but problem more spider-man than the marvel one this, the marvel spider-man ones have never had a good poster no um but there's this thing where there must be like a logical proof that showing off an effects laden trailer Increases, increases pre-sales yeah. or whatever, yeah. Because there must be people who watch those trailers and go, wow, this looks... And there were moments in that um, Doctor Strange trailer where I was like, this looks like it's visually stunning. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's I've been burnt by that is why I'm not so excited about Ant-Man. Yeah. Because I'm like, if I'd seen this stuff, maybe I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, this looks like it could be fun. It's that thing of like when you get to that level of filmmaking where every film basically has to make minimum 500 million dollars otherwise it's a flop and has cost you money um no decision is made on any other grounds other than financial grounds yeah because the finances involved in this machine now are so like high end that it's like well when you're playing with the house's money and you're like 250 million in the hole you gotta make sure you're clearing like five six seven hundred million at least to make sure that the house doesn't go, well, there's no more of this then because this doesn't work. And that house is a house of mouse. <laughs> exactly. It's the most impressive house of all. Apart from the house of Snoochie Boochie, of course. Um, and <laughs> I can only think of the Kevin Smith parody version that I invented in my head. House of Gucci, that's what okay, it was called. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, house of Snoochie Boochie would have been a good sketch in like 2002. Um yeah, so it's that thing of like, if this is the thing, like the first Ant Man didn't make loads of money, no, but it but cost you liked com- it. It cost comparatively much less than the other solo-y films Ant-Man I think at the time was, and I liked it more than most of the other origin movies. Ant Man was one of the first reviews we had you on, I believe. We did it in your room in London. Yes. Um, I think... Like, about four months after the film had come out. Yeah, um, I think you came down in, like, mid to late October, and the film had come out in July, May (laughs) or June, July, sometime like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm now going to go searching back through the archives here to see... Whether you appeared on any others. Mm. You maybe appeared if it was an end-of-year one. Before that, you may have come on that one. Very Um, possibly, but... um, But it's very early in kind of your... Oh, for sure, yeah. Integration into the podcast. And, you know, years before I knew that this was going to be something where I was going to have to pre-record this three episodes. This is a millstone around your neck. Because, because I was going away. <laughs> we've got all of them. We've got all of May to contend with still. I mean, yeah, thankfully I've already planned that out, so it's fine. Um, but that's a whole month that we've got to take care of <laughs> at some point. So I don't know if you've realized, but there's other months between now and May. Yeah, I know, but those mostly take care of themselves. Cause if I look at it and go, hang on, why it says we couldn't find anything. Oh, that's, oh, you couldn't find me. the podcast. You deleted the podcast. No, you? it's because I went on to more like this and apparently nothing is like this. <laughs> um, so that's kind of interesting that we are a rare example of a unique podcast. No one else rando Calrissians like us. Um, so let's see. Comic Book TV wasn't on that one. 
one shot my uh, Spider-Man back at Marvel wasn't on that one. Yeah, that was the point where I thought I was going to do a load of one shots and okay. it didn't happen. First episode for me was episode two. Oh, okay. Films of 2014. Yeah, and then good. my second episode, episode three. Films of 2013. 14, 2015. Uh, then you did Mad About Marvel with Jason. Mm-hmm. Then Diagnosis DC, which I kind of did on my own a few years later, kind of cool, better version. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then Items from Childhood TV you wanted. That was fun. That was fun. I wasn't on that one. Uh, Daredevil. Mean, pre-warning, the sound quality on all of these episodes of you. Yeah, is, go back and listen to these not and really great. appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, we, we got better. new mics. <laughs> yeah, episode 7A, Daredevil the Good One. Oh, that's the series. And then 7B, Avengers Age of Ultron spoiler review. I was not on that one. I'll tell you but that. also, why did we split those between 7A and 7B? Weird choice. It's crazy. I think it might have been one of those things where we had decided to talk about the two things and it went on too long. Like, now we don't care if it goes on too long. No, of course and that's not. The, we live in the world of too long now. Okay, next episode was episode 11. For you. Rebooting the Fantastic Four. A, a, a great episode. Mm-hmm. And then Reboot City Part uh, and Reboot City Part That's when we pitched a reboot. Yes. Um, And... Hey, what's this? Sidecast. Interesting. Cool. (laughs) That's when the Sidecast started. Sidecast started 9th of September 2015, almost on the right day. Two days shy of being commemorative. (laughs) It could have been my night. You could have have started with Remember Me. (laughs) (laughs) Um... What's up with Marvel villains? Didn't take part in that one. But that's a conversation we've been having for about eight years. Yeah, but like that <laughs> that episode basically boils down to the fact that all the villains were blown up or murdered. <laughs> I've no recollection of this film. Sidecast, demoted. A review of the pretty shitty demoted. Wow. A hundred minute long bore fest. <laughs> that's the sidecast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where's this one for... Items from films. I wasn't involved in that one either. A lot of sidecasts in here. You're I looking. Was, you're looking I, for Ant Man, right? I was so prolific. Yeah, I'm looking for Ant Man. It would have been Mad About Max. I didn't do that one, did I? No, no, that was me because I saw that on a laptop screen, and you were furious with me. <laughs> um, fuck me. Where is it? Where is Marv? Like, where is any Ant Man thing? Hang on, I think. I, I think I was back at this point, was I not? Oh, was it State of Comic Book Movies and I talked about Ant-Man on there? Maybe. What was the other review we did? Oh, no, hang on. Episode 26, which was so, it came out months afterwards because I was in Nottingham at this point. Yeah, so the fun thing about the Ant-Man review, this being a nice little journey for the audience. Yeah, it's a nice way to almost wrap up the session. The nice thing about Ant-Man, or the interesting thing about Ant-Man is, so we watched Ant-Man. We recorded with you months later a review of Ant-Man. We then held on to that episode and put it out even later as a, oh, crap, we haven't put out the Ant-Man episode. Oh, and also we've got a week free. Let's yeah. just throw it in here. So, so it comes out. Episode 26, all about Ant-Man, came out on the 4th of February, 2016. Yes, because I thought it was like a... So the description is, greetings to you, podcast listener. This episode is one from the archives. No shit, mate. (laughs) Andy and Mark visited Alex last year to discuss the fact that he actually liked the most recent Marvel film. 
here's what you have to say about Ant-Man. So that was what, February the 4th, 2016. I'm just going <laughs> to find Ant-Man's UK release date. Ant-Man 1 UK release date. Um, so I reckon we're looking like summer yeah. of 2015, aren't we? Like, I would like to say that we have become more organised since then. Mm. As in, if we record it, we put it out. <laughs> okay, when was it? 8th of July, 2015. Nice. So we're going like full six months and plus over. Like, mm. Hey, I, I guess like we've got better at this because these are coming out in a week and yeah, week's these time. Are, these will come out. Yeah, it's fine. Like people said, we we're going to only get worse. And actually, that's probably true. We've got more persistent. But, yeah, we haven't gone away. Yeah. Oh. We're getting better at feeling we feel like we should have? Oh, yeah, everyone thinks we should have. <laughs> no one thinks we should have stayed. But it's going to feel weird now because two weekends yeah, it's gonna without be, reviews. It's going to be a few weeks until we actually fact, get yeah, to record again. Yeah, until we next record. Mm. And that's going to be a news and reviews. Yeah, I'll watch some stuff between now and then, I guess. I'll watch um, Avatar on the plane. Oh, I so hope you get Avatar on the plane. Shame you already reviewed it last week, otherwise I'd be able if to If you get Avatar on the plane, you have to tell me... You have to review it on the podcast. Okay. And say whether I think I would have liked it more or less. No, no, you have to basically review it as though that is its intended That's the only format. way, yeah. IMAX on a four-inch screen. Um, well, that's probably all we've got time for. Yeah, we're keeping it short because um, we're running out of time. You had a long one two weeks ago, and that's kind of thrown out the time we have to put out. Yeah, exactly. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at DinosaurMan50. Look, we knew this was going to be shit. That's fine. Well, this is great. We talked about the animals at the beginning. We um, talked about plane films. We talked about plane films, that's right. Maybe that's cool. what this episode should have been. Best films about planes. Ah, yeah, should have done that. Plane, oh, well, I guess. We've, we've already finished recording this. Have you seen Plane? Not yet. I'm going to go see it. You're going to see Plane. Yeah, I'm going to see it. Maybe while you're away. Uh, cool. As always, you can find us on Twitter <laughs> at Man Fifteen. Um, Thank you, Johnny. Needs Johnny did the theme, theme song. song this time. We spoke about anything song related. And uh, this time, really. his agent's been really good because he's known the big six animals. <laughs> um, Andy, you've been the host. Thank you for hosting. Alex, you've also been the host. So thank you. I'm not tired. <laughs> it's just like I don't want to do more talking. You look very tired. Like you, you have like. No, when you see people age in front of you. Yeah. Like, you've become more tired. I'm like a reverse Benjamin Button. <laughs> what, you just got old? Yeah. Technically, we're all reverse Benjamin Buttons. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>